Derek. Eat shit and live. Eat shit and live. Yeah, that's um, that's uh, I I I I was kind of I had forgotten how uh, how foul mouthed mm-hmm. they, they all were in this. Like it, it was kind of like, well, I I suppose I should save it for the show, but you know, it made me think of like if Bad News Bears was like all little Andrew Dice Clay's. Like that's kind of that's kind of what this this reminded me of. But yeah. With your powers combined, we are fan holes. Go! Go! Can't believe there's a chat room big enough to hold all of our present bodies. Wow. (laughs) Of all the things I missed about the show, I miss Tony being wrong always. We've already got a me. We don't need another me. (laughs) Oh boy, of the sheer episode. Ah, yes, Derek. Lover of lobster women, defender of Starfire's fidelity. I just want to know, who is the consultant? Who could he be? <laughs> no! I have no heart! <laughs> Nobody can relate to a, a talking cat that eats lasagna. I'll do it, but I want to be immediately killed afterwards. <laughs> Derek, in your Derek lair, do you have a list of, that tells you like how to take down the other fan holes? Should we like, go crazy? How does my stupid sound beautiful like 10 times sexier good job no one gets us because we don't explain it hey guys welcome back to another traumatic terrifying episode of fan holes podcast hey what's up guys this is derek derek wc i'm going to be one of your camp counselor hosts tonight but i am not alone i am joined by the cook and uh, the lifeguard of the fan holes. Why don't you guys decide who that is and give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Hey, this is Justin. Meet me Clear. by the lake, Derek. Yeah, clearly, clearly, Justin is the lifeguard because I know, <laughs> I know, Tony can cook a mean meal, right? Like, uh, hey, this is Tony. I'm the black cook, not the white cook. The white <laughs> cook is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome yeah so in case you haven't figured it out uh we have all gotten together uh tonight to discuss a film this film is entitled sleepaway camp and it is the w- w- this is the 40th anniversary yes. of sleepaway camp and and uh this was i mean th- i guess this was one a year kind of suggestions for the the list of anniversary shows and then i guess i need to ask you justin like is this was this this is like a a a favorite film of yours or just just the notoriety of the film like was it was it based on my tenuously loose connection to to one of the stars of the film like why, why was this selected among the the many options for anniversary films for for 2023 for this year all of those things all of them okay okay so again uh, justin and i watched the film i think tony's never seen this or we re the film for purposes of this show and and from what i understand tony has never seen this movie before and watched it in uh, you know, in preparation to to talk about for this particular podcast, and so since Justin and I just both watched it and we didn't decide who was hosting this, like none of us did any prep. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the old standby. The old standby is the IMDb synopsis, which states Angela Baker, a shy, traumatized young girl, is sent to summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival. 
anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions towards her gets their comeuppance. And that is the the two-sentence IMDb synopsis, which seems pretty succinct and accurate, right? I mean, there's nothing there's nothing misleading in that. That's that's pretty accurate, right? Except I, for the whole yeah. Angela part. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, we we I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, you know, I'm like I'm not planning on canceling myself, but it could happen tonight, right? Like so. It, it so could, we, this is a this so, is a tricky so, one. <laughs> so we 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 can we can you know we can discuss that as we get further, right? But uh, this was directed by Robert. Let's see if I could pull this off. Robert Hiltzik, it seems like. And and Robert Hiltzik uh, apparently has you, you know what I, I I know this is like jumping all over the place already and I don't really care right because we're just we're just shooting the breeze about this we didn't prep this I have no notes you know I rewatched it I, I think I should say Derek if you haven't watched it like I have and you haven't watched it at all spoilers so oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely spoilers like we're 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 gonna discuss the the film I suppose right like in its entirety I mean. The, 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 basically, since you've gotten past the IMDb synopsis, like, yes, I, 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 we've already talked about the IMDb synopsis. After this, this is all like spoiler talk. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks. And I'm getting very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba, revolve! Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home. See, I have all these ideas, and I haven't, I haven't even talked about the first one, and I already want to jump to the second idea. But let me not forget them. So the first thing was that that I was going to say was, Justin, did you realize? I mean, I, I think in the back of my head, I knew there were sequels, but I didn't realize like that there were potentially like five other films after this. Did you realize there were that many? I knew there's a part two and three because I've seen those each once. Okay. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know they made another one in the early aughts where, um, at least they came back. I uh-huh. haven't seen that one because I didn't even know it existed. So is there another one after that? So there, there was like apparently there was something they tried to make, and there's only like an hour's worth of footage that was included as some kind of bonus disc. And huh. apparently they're trying to make another one, like okay. like a return to to Sleepaway Camp or some such, right? So I was just like, I don't think I knew. I think maybe because of the box art or something, I knew there were sequels to this. But uh, to be honest, like I didn't even realize because I I didn't look into this at all. Like I'm not, you know, again, this the only reason why I've seen this is we we've hinted at this, but it's it's because of my uh, tenuous connection uh, with with the the star, you know, Felissa Rose, right? Which which is the 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 tenuous connection is I I was in a film called Caesar and Otto's Summer Camp Massacre. 
And uh, she was one of the, you know, I think along with Joe Estevez, she was like one of the, you know, big names that they got for this kind of, you know, horror slash comedy film, right? And and she was a marquee was, star. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And 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 that was the. It wasn't the last film I shot in L.A., but it was the last film I shot while I lived in L.A. And so that was, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't, you know, I hate this whole, you know, I don't want to sound like a star fucker or anything like that. But but she was on set when I was on set. She was a really, really nice lady. Like, I felt like she, you know. I mean, uh, just to focus on all the positives of, of, you know, my experience as opposed to kind of, you know, being the, the bitter, you know, oh, I can't get work in L.A. and this and that. And I had to, you know, change my career and all that other stuff, like to focus on the positive stuff. Like it, it was it was a fun shoot. You know what I mean? Like there, there wasn't you know, we, we were on location. We were we were mostly filming at that particular point in uh, Temescal canyons like kind of like where like you know for for people that can get a you know a vague idea from other television shows you know like where the bat cave was in batman 66 like where where the prisoner exchange took place in v like like that that's kind of where we were for the for some of the the on you know the the uh you know location shoots right like so we were we were kind of in these you know, hills and everything like that, these canyons and doing the shoot. And and I remember, you know, I don't know, I feel like this is all tooting my own horn shit. So I feel like, uh, you know, a dipshit or whatever. But but it was it was nice to have a conversation with her. It was nice. Like, I think she she said something to the effect of, oh, yeah, you seem, you know, like really serious, like like almost like, you know, it was like she was like Emperor Palpatine at the end of Phantom Menace. Like, I foresee great things in your future, young man, you know, like like and that was the gist of the conversation. And it made you feel good. So whether she was just being like, you know, polite or super nice or whatever, like I, I have nothing but but positive things to say about that experience. So just to, you know, I, you know. I, again, I, I don't want to sound like a star fucker and uh, and I don't want to sound like I'm blowing it over either because it was a positive experience. But sort of to to get that aspect out of the way, you know, and just kind of have fun talking about this kind of wacky doodle movie. That is my, you know, somewhat tenuous connection to to the, the you know, one of the stars in this kind of infamous, uh, you know, anniversary film that that we're discussing tonight and then i guess just you started killing your friends (laughs) right right exactly no 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 no. it was fine it was fine no 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 she she you know she she was super super nice the other thing i thought would be funny is because because honestly like i think me and justin thought we were stuck talking about this between ourselves like i don't know if we knew that tony was going to be on the show or not and the fact that tony's never seen this movie before i think makes both of us giddy because at least there's somebody that has seen this for the first time and has, you know, a kind of fresh, you know, perspective on it and everything. And I think we had contemplated if Mike was with us, like maybe he, you know, like, I think, I think you had said, Justin, like, Oh, I wonder what, what the hell Mike would make of this movie. And like, I started thinking about that and I was kind of like, I bet you that if Mike had watched this movie, he wouldn't have watched it in one sitting. Like, Hmm. I think he would have watched like, like 45 minutes of it. 
and then he would have like put it on pause and then he would have a few days later he'd watch like the rest of the 45 minutes of it probably but, you know but i i don't know i mean you know i know this isn't mike's thing right it's 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 yeah. a it's a horror movie it's it's a slasher movie it's it's in the vein to me i mean it it feels incredibly like the first friday the 13th movie you know a, a very low budget movie shot in new york on a campgrounds you know like like and 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 i i would say uh, I'm, I'm trying to you know aside from you know lisa rose like like you know the majority of acting in this is is uh less than less than uh grounded let's say right like the the guy with the fake mustache that's the deputy dewey like i mean holy fuck like he needs to fucking go back to acting school do you know what i mean like there, there's certain there's certain shit in this where you're just like it, it's like i am a police officer <laughs> i do reports <laughs> on things you know like and you're just kind of like okay like so some some of that i could understand like even even back in 1983 i i think there's some some uh here let me see if i could find like because i i was trying to think of this when i was let's see critical here let's see sorry i'm just gonna go to the 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 it, let's see critical response uh, 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 low budget slasher in the Friday the 13th mold with teenage mayhem at a summer camp. Rick Lyman of the Philadelphia Inquirer uh, uniformly lambasted the film, criticizing its performances, writing, and twist ending. So, like, you know, I, 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 think, I think the point was, like, even, even film reviewers kind of had a critical reaction to some of the, the less than... Um, you know, less than subpar, you know, performances from some people. I mean, I, I don't think that's true across the board, but I mean, I think I, I, I wonder if some of them were directed to play it campy and over the top and other people just tried to do the verisimilitude of it. Like they, they tried to do, you know, the, the, uh, you know, it's like I, I think maybe some people were, were doing the Dustin Hoffman and other people were still doing, you know, the, the 50s style of, hey, there, I'm going to go out and write a play and do an acting thing, you know, like like have this kind of vaudeville style, you know, over the top type performance. And I think some people have that in this and some people just play it, you know more fitting for film like like a little more serious and i and and again i mean this is just supposed to be a fun like it, it's funny because there's there's lots of critical and modern assessments like there's a whole section in the wikipedia about modern assessment but i think i think this film at its core was a slasher film designed to make money it was extremely low budget. I think it was like three hundred thousand dollars to make, and it probably made uh, it made eleven million dollars. Like so, the return on investment is is ridiculous, right? Like that's what it was designed to do. I think it came out at a time when Friday the Thirteenth was already a success, right? And 
Paramount was going to keep making those movies because they made money, right? They were they, they didn't cost a lot to make, and they they brought in big box office, and people liked going to be scared, or teenagers liked sneaking in to pay the money because they weren't supposed to do it, or you know whatever whatever the appeal was. And I think for this film to set itself apart from all the other Friday the Thirteenth imitators had what I will call essentially like a Mark Millar shock jock ending. And I think if I, if I stop here, I will not be canceled. Right. Like if I stop here and just say like, okay, that's, I mean, and that's, that's my honest take on it to be perfectly honest. Like I don't think you're supposed to get into deep philosophical analysis and, and and try to dissect what this film means in a modern context or whatever. Because at the time it came out, it didn't mean what all these people think it means or might mean or could mean now. It meant what it meant, which was just, and this is, I guess, you know, maybe I, I, I kind of want to know, like, like what Tony, like, what's the, like, I don't want to spoil this. What what was your reaction to the, the twist shock jock ending of this like 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 what 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 did you think of like 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 did you think this was like a cool mystery did you see it coming did you see the twist coming at all had you even remotely heard about the ending of this movie through osmosis or was it like a complete and utter shock to you well okay uh so i watched the movie uh-huh and I kind of started piecing it together yeah, about the midway mark. Okay. Um, uh, the 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 Angela character already seemed kind of sus because she's all quiet and shit. Okay. But uh, you know, that's part of the mystery. And then we we you know, since you asked me, we get to the ending. Yes. And uh, you know, the the body cart body count starts rising, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, so we're gonna have like uh. A big showdown with, with Angela and stuff like that. And then they do the, the flashbacks. Like, there's two flashbacks in this. And one of them is supposedly Angela and her brother catching their dad, who died. But let's put it the most PG spin on this that we can. Canoodling with another man in the bedroom. Yes, yes. Um, And, and then they're giggling and stuff like that. And then there's a scene where her brother is like pointing at her and slowly pushing his finger closer to her till he's like poking her in the chest. That means something because at the end they come across Angela who is with her boyfriend who they had had like a little tiff because he wanted to go all the way and she didn't. And he started making out with the, uh, the, the camp whore. Uh, the, the camp bitcheth or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they come across her and him, and oh no, he's dead. And it's like, whoa, okay. Well, I kind of thought that was going to happen. And then she stands up and has a penis. There you go. Now, now this is this is the thing. I just thank you, thank you. You 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 know you're you're saving me from describing some of this stuff, right? But. So so this is this is my so I want to go back, though, what I want to go back to is any osmosis like like how how raw were you like because I know you told me yesterday you had never seen this. So like, 
did, did, had you even heard like like because I mean you know this is one of those things where like like people probably saw this on opening weekend and went oh my god like like what a shocking twist ending and I never saw this coming in a million years and then kind of like you know I don't know like Luke I am your father or something like there, there's probably different camps of people there were the people that probably like were in line going chick's got a penis you know from the line or there were the people that were like i'm not going to spoil it for you but you gotta go out and watch this movie because because it's it's bonkers man like it, you, you gotta go see it it's 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 such a shock right and so i guess i'll just ask again like did you know any like did you have any idea that the that the that, that basically as the I think my favorite actor in this whole thing, and he's not very good, but my favorite actor in the whole thing is the 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 like Italian lifeguard dude, Angela, Angela, Angela. <laughs> it's like and he's like he's like Angela's a boy. Like that's how it ends, right? <laughs> and it's just Angela's a boy, and I love him. He's fucking fantastic, not intentionally fantastic, but like horribly fantastic. I love it, right? So. <laughs> Did you have any idea that Angelo was a boy? <laughs> like, did you did you see that coming at all? Um, I what I thought, what I what I first thought until the magic of flashbacks was I thought that Angela's brother had gotten hit by the boat but didn't die and he was the one ah, killing people. Uh, so like, like he was like Jason Voorhees or some shit and he was coming out with yeah. like a bag on his head or some, some such. Right. And, and, and he was still what, what, at the what, camp, you... like hunting down people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but I thought he looked, I thought that he looked exactly like Angela. Oh, and he was okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, I, I guess me and Justin are spoiled, right? Like we've, we've seen this already. We kind of knew the twist. So, let me let me dovetail then, Justin. How how did you? Because the reason why I watched this movie was, and and we've kind of sort of established this, but the reason why I watched this movie is because I was in a movie with the the lead actress, right? Like I I was like, oh, she was you know in in you know sleepaway camp. So I I think I I forget, but I probably rented it from like Odyssey Video or Laser Blazer or some crap, and I I watched it right and this. And then for me, like, I know I, I, I mentioned the whole thing about sequels and everything. This is the only movie I've ever watched. And I, I slightly got the bug to be like, should I watch the rest of these? And you know what shocked me, too? And, and maybe this will be interesting as well. Like, I, when, when, I, when I came to the ending of this revisitation, I thought to myself, so does something happen next in the sequels? And I was like, is it this, like, I, I think I originally thought, like, maybe it was like, um, I'm, I'm trying to think, but you know how they have those dis disparate sequels, like, where it's just the title, and then it's like a totally different cast, and a totally different set of killers and circumstances and everything like that? Like, I think I thought that the sequels were just some other camp massacre thing that was completely unrelated to this first one, but... As I looked into it, it's like, no, Angela got therapy and a sex change and she's back. And then she starts killing people again. You know, like I was like, oh, that's the that's the sequel, huh? Like and I was just kind of like, hmm, like I, you know, and I, I guess 
that had never occurred to me. But it, at least what you're saying, like you've seen you've seen all three of these before, right? Yeah, but the, it's been so long since I've seen part two and three. Like okay. I have okay. little memory you, of watching. You have them. no no memory of them at all. So so when you first watched these, like were you how old were you? I was uh, a sophomore in high school, I think. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like I. I had heard about this film, but no one had spoiled it for me. I, okay. I, I just remember, I remember like being at school and talking about horror films, and this older kid was like, "You gotta watch Sleepaway Camp." I was like, "Okay, well, I never heard of that." And then, um, uh, I met this guy in high school. We became good friends. I've told a story about him. Like he, you know, he was like super into movies. His room was just filled, you know, floor to ceiling full of VHS tapes. I think it was a summer, and we were bored. We had watched like so many movies that day. I think I think I ended up staying like two days in a row or something. I had like a brainwave. I was like, "Hey, do you have a movie called like Sleepaway Camp? Have you heard of this?" And he was like, "He's like, have you seen that?" I was like, "No." He's like, he just set up like he was laying on the bed. You know, we were like laying around trying to figure out what to do. He like set up immediately. He was like, "Oh man, like we gotta watch that," and I was like, uh, "Okay." He's like, "I know I got it somewhere." Story. He starts digging through all his tapes. Aha, there it is. Like, okay, so this is pretty good, right? He's like, you you just got to see it. Like, trust me. So I'm watching it, and I'm like, well, this seems like a pretty standard, like, 80s slasher movie. Like, this is there's nothing new or right, groundbreaking right. about it. If It, it kind of feels like a Friday the 13th knockoff, yep, to be honest. Yep, he's yeah, like, dude, that's... he's like, dude, just wait, wait, wait for it. I'm like, all right, I'm waiting. And kind of like Tony said, you know, gets closer to the end, body count starts getting higher and higher. And I'm like, Okay, see, my theory that I had the first time I watched this was, like, in the accident, in the beginning of the movie, Angela was horribly scarred. Like, like as Jim Cornette would say, like, she was split from asshole to appetite, and that's why she, like, didn't want to, like, take a shower with the other girls or uh -huh. go swimming or anything. I was like, she's probably just scarred up, like, really bad. Like, that's what I thought it was. Okay. And so we get to the end of the movie, and... I could feel my friend like he wasn't watching the movie like he was watching me for my reaction mm, and I can mm. understand that now but I'm just like holy shit like Angela's a dude and I'm like so that means dude did she just chop his head off like like was kissing another dude and he didn't even know it like I like that was the freakout factor it was the the freakout factor of like not only is Angela the killer but Angela is not real like angela is something forced on her by her wacky doodle aunt like angela yeah. and that reveal i'm just like holy shit and then like her face is just frozen in that like like it's terrifying like her mouth is wide open and she she looks like they, she just looks so inhuman the way she's frozen there like that's how the movie ends it like turns green i'm just like i'm like i'm looking at my buddy i'm just like holy shit dude like i what the, the, <laughs> he's like know, yeah I, I, I hate the Wikipedia synopses, but I, I think I think that the end of this synopsis says the Angela looks at them both while letting out an animalistic hissing sound. And I think that's actually a, an apt description of that ending. And like, you, you know what you know, what struck me was like that. That moment, you know, they talk about it in, in some, some of the critiques, too. It's like one of those things where 
for whatever reason, there's something viscerally horrific about that that just stays with you, that sticks with you. And you, you know what it, it reminds like I haven't you know, it's like it's one of those films where like the, the la- and, and this is fairly recent, to be perfectly honest. But the last time I felt like that about a horror movie and and I think TJ will be happy about this is and I, I don't think either of you guys have seen these, but the the Terrifier movies like Terrifier and Terrifier 2, like, and and the reason also there's a there's a logical connection, not just me enjoying the films and feeling like thematically it's had those kind of horrific moments that just kind of, you know, it's like it's like getting burn on the, you know, color burn on a TV. Like, I feel like that's what happens to your brain. Like, you get like a color burn on your brain of, mm. of those moments or whatever. And while while it shares that in common, Felissa Rose is also she has a cameo in Terrifier too. So she's like a school teacher or something like that. And she's like, "What are you guys doing back there? Get the fuck away from you know." It's like a dead rat or something in one of the scenes, and you know it's this funny kind of scene or whatever where she's like, "Get the fuck away from that! Like, what are you guys doing or whatever?" I forget. It's something it's something along those lines. But it was like, oh, you know, and it, it it's funny because I was like, you know, like I told you, the the experience shooting on set with her was very positive. So you know, I kind of smiled when I saw her cameo and went, "Oh, that's really cool," and everything, and 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 kind of you know, and then the movie kind of goes on and. and does its thing or whatever but yeah that that ending definitely you know kind of burns its way i mean at least for me like like it sticks with you right like like you you, it's it's like you can't you can't unsee it and and you know it's one of those things you can't really you can't stop thinking about and stuff and 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 i feel like there's ways to uh you know I, i feel like there's ways things that I want to discuss that's not going to get me into trouble. And like one of those things, I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but like one of those things is that, so they've got the characters, right. And we're talking about how you had, like, I I guess you're supposed to, I mean, this is uh, the acting, you know, some of it is not, you know, that great, but like the, the, the writing of it, like is not terrible. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's 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 a camp Friday the 13th, Agatha Christie murder, like who done it type thing, you know, like it, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, like that kind of works. Like it's got a twist. You don't really see it completely coming. Right. And, and, and I think all that fits pretty well. I thought it'd be worth discussing because it, it seems like other people have other suspects or there's other theories that people have, like, you know, and, and like, I guess to go into specifics, right. There's so there's, you know, Angela, who I guess is really Peter. Right. Or whatever. Right. Like so. And 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 by the end of it, you're like, oh, well, you know, Angela slash Peter is, you know, the the murderer. Right. Like is the one killing all the the camp counselors. Right. That's I, I basically that's supposed to be the takeaway of the ending. Right. You've got Ricky, who is her cousin. Right. And and. You know, interestingly enough, I, I think um, the the main old guy who's the, the guy who owns the camp that's constantly like moated and choded throughout the whole film. Like like it's like, you know, every time there's a murder, he keeps trying to cover it up. And then it, it just more and more stuff blows up in his face where by the end of it, he's like, none of these parents are going to send these kids here anymore. Like I'm ruined and all this other stuff. And he suspects. Ricky, because as Justin kind of alluded to, you know, eat shit and live like he's this 
kind of like foul-mouthed kid. It, you know, the, 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 these kids are, you know, it's it's 80s, but it's like it's like 80s Nightmare on Elm Street 2 80s where everybody has the uh, the the I'm just going to say it. They have the, the gayest looking, you know, like bunch of camp counselor or or or, or camp, you know, uh, attendees or whatever with their the dudes <laughs> with their half shirts and the belly buttons exposed and all this other kind of short stuff. shorts, short shorts, yeah. like like the, the whole the whole nine yards. Right. And 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 then and then <laughs> don't don't forget Derek. One of the great scenes. Hey girls, why don't you go skinny dipping with us? It's like ah uh, no, nah, I think we'll be all right. Okay, whatever. You guys are a bunch of losers. I'm just gonna go get naked with all my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's all there's all this stuff going on, right? And and then you've got the the cousin Ricky, who's basically like I said, a foul mouthed bad news bears kid right and they're they're kicking these guys' ass at baseball and and they're they're cursing up a storm and every time someone picks on angela ricky's there to either defend her or yell out some obscenities like fuck you guys you fucks or what whatever he's you know saying at the time right because he's you know it's like he's defending his his cousin right and and you know which seems pretty normal and all that kind of stuff he's a good guy he is a good guy right so the yeah. the the elder owner of the camp has these notions where he thinks he's like I've heard the guy and he, you know sometimes where he's like cursing a storm at these guys he's like I'll fucking kill you man you fucks and it's not well I don't know like th- this is the this is the the theories that I've heard or debates that I've heard so so may, but but to me I I always took it as oh well that's just hyperbole like he he doesn't really mean he's going to kill anybody he's just pissed off at these jerks and and you know is like why why are you throwing water balloons at my cousin like why are you why are you being assholes and the the guy who owns the camp suspects him and right before the big reveal he goes after Ricky and you know you think he strangles him to death and then i think you know later they they find he's not quite dead like they they kind of you know he's still kind of breathing or or something so he might have actually made it out of there okay or whatever i don't know if they go into that the sequels or anything like that but it's like he's not completely dead but he you know this guy thinks he murdered like you know his camp counselors there's there's some icky business with like i mean tony hinted at it where you know, one of the cooks is like fucking child predator pretty much. And and this old guy that runs the camp is not that much different because he's about to go on a date with one of the one of the uh, girl campers or some shit. Right. Like and, She's and you're just like 17 at the oldest. Yeah. Right. Right. And you're just kind of like like all these people are shady as fuck. So you don't you're not exactly crying, you know, in your milk that they're getting killed. Right. Like, like as the, as the IMDB synopsis kind of succinctly states, you know, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions, like, let me just say that's all, all of them are sinister or have less than like pretty much everybody there, except for maybe some of the, the younger kids. Right. Like, like, and I guess this is what I wanted to get at was, the 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 boyfriend uh, to Angela was the, a kid named Paul, and I mean I guess you could argue there you know I, I'm I'm sure with a modern lens like he has sinister intentions too because he wants to get to 
you know, he wants to get a home run with Angela. He he thinks the girl he makes out with, what was her name, like Judy or some shit? Like, yeah. like she, she, you know, the, the first thing he says to um, Ricky when they show up at the camp is like, Judy. And he's like, you know, making the motion with his hands at the chest, like saying like, dude, she's got big boobs now, like, you know, or whatever. Like, she's stacked. Like, we got to check out her boobs or whatever the the insinuation is. So you can easily say like, oh, well. He, he's got his head, you know, or he's thinking with his dick or whatever, you know, like the, the whatever you want to say. But you know what? I, I don't think that's sinister. So I'm going to go out on a limb and just say, like, I think Paul is mostly a nice guy, right? Because he's friends with Ricky. He's a good friend to Ricky because when Ricky gets in the fights with all these other assholes that do nasty shit to the cousin – He's got his back like he jumps in and kind of helps him with the fights and breaks it up or, or fends them off with them or whatever it is. You know, he, he sits down at this kind of podunk dance or whatever they have at the camp and he makes friends with Angela and, and tries to sort of reach out to her. Because when, when she first shows up, like Tony says, she's a little sus. She doesn't talk or whatever. And, you know, like like for me, I guess my take on it was, well, you know, it's 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 one of those things, you know, it's a it's a movie trope, I suppose. Like, I, I don't know that I've ever met anyone like this in real life, but I mean, they, they must exist. Right. Where something is so traumatic, you know, they become like snake eyes. Right. They don't they're, they're mute. They don't talk. They, they don't they don't say anything. And then, you know, like all movies, it's this big turn when you get. The, the character to actually say something and. And Paul was a nice enough guy that he brought Angela out of her shell and 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 she started talking to him. And then they they had some kind of relationship together, you know, like, a, you know, some kind of, you know, summer fling or whatever you want to call it. Right. And. I get that the the aspect is the, the people that are being gone after, you know, the cook that was a total child predator perv was about to, you know, I don't know, like rape Angela at the beginning of the, 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 the thing when, when they asked her to make her a fucking sandwich or something. Right. And you're like, this guy's a scumbag. Right. And, and then, and then he's the first guy that gets like, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's debatable. Does he get killed or does he just get severely burned? Like, I don't know. I mean, you can die from that for sure. But I, I wasn't, you know, it's like when they, you know, that's tantamount to like, is that just bad acting or bad directing or both? Like, because he gets wheeled out and he's still constantly like, ah, ah, I'm burned or whatever. Right. And you're just kind of like, OK, like because if he's still making noise, shouldn't he be able to ID that Angela was the one that, you know, knocked him off the chair and, and dropped all the boiling corn water on him or whatever. But that never happens, I guess. I, I don't know. I know I'm going all over the place with this, but like the, the 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 theory or at least one of the theories I read about was some people don't think it was just Angela. You know, you know how, Tony, you had the theory like you thought that, you know, how in the beginning, you know, the. um you know, it's the the father with the the two kids, and it, you know, it's Peter and and you know the real Angela or wh whatever you know you want to call her, right? Yeah. That that somehow you thought the brother the the re, you know the the brother died and was was in on it, right? Well, some people think Ricky was in on it because you know their their hands they have similar complexion, like and and then also I guess what backs it up is 
apparently uh, uh, Felissa Rose was too young, like officially to shoot the some of the death scenes like or, you know, mm. I, I don't know how that worked, but like there's some kind of age thing. And I guess I guess the the the, the kid who played Ricky was old enough. Right. So. I, I think in all the insert shots, like when you see the <laughs> hand pulling the chair or the hand, you know, I don't know, uh, throwing in the beehive or the the hand, you know, doing the knife and doing the slashing or the drowning or whatever. Apparently that was the actor who played Ricky. So th- th- to some people, th- they theorized that it was actually like that the the owner was not completely wrong, like like he wasn't totally wrong like that it was some kind of um you know double double murder packed thing like that they were both swapping off and taking them out you know between the two of them so i don't know if you if you had heard that before or if you had any thoughts on that like for i guess for justin because obviously he's seen the movie before i mean it's angela i mean that's an interesting theory but you know i I never once suspected Ricky. I don't think I just okay. kind of figured he was a red I mean, that, that, You know, I did think though among the boys was um the kid they pick on Mozart. I was like, I can oh, kind of yeah, see him. Okay. okay. I was like, okay. I mean, the kills don't really line up, but I was like, well, they could go and do like flashback scenes of like the the you know the predator guy like mm-hmm. doing something to him or yelling at uh-huh. him or something. Like I I was like, well, they can go back and fill it back in with flashbacks. So I kind of was like. Maybe it could be him. I mean, he's like, you know, he could go off and snap or anything. You, you know what I, I, you know, and it doesn't quite fit, like I said, if you're looking at the insert hands or whatever. Because if you look at the insert hands, you're kind of like, well, it's either Ricky or Angela because nobody else has that complexion, to be perfectly honest. Right. Like, I mean, that that was kind of my take on it. But w- when I was looking at red herrings or potential suspects, like who would I suspect, like uh, aside from, you know, Angela as a potential murderer, like there were moments where I was like, you know, the, the, the bitchy girls, like, like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I think one Meg. was named, yeah, Meg, Meg. and, and, and w- 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 who's the older one? Judy? Meg. She, was she, Meg. was she the, who Meg was is the, the older one? one? Judy. Judy's the one with tits. Oh, okay. Judy. So I, I think, I don't know that I might've suspected Judy a little bit, but I think, I think the person that I, I wondered about until she gets stabbed in the shower was Meg because I, there was just something about her where I was like, why does she like, I, I don't know. Like, it's funny how like they, they, you know, I know there's real people out there like that. They just can't stand it when like, somebody doesn't go along with the crowd or whatever, you know, like that, that, that she's, she doesn't, you know, that Angela doesn't talk or that, you know, she's staring or whatever the deal is. But like some, sometimes I was you don't just fit in, like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, like that, I, I guess, you know, that, that kind of tripped me out because I was like, well, maybe it's her. Cause like, she seems to have problems too. Right. Like where she's just, uh, you know, and, and, and maybe I thought maybe there's something, that would escalate that beyond just being a, a mega bitch like that. It was like from mega bitch to murder or something. And I, I just thought, well, maybe, you know, like that, that could have been possible or whatever. You know, in the interesting point about Mozart, what Justin was saying, okay, I'm just going to throw some wood on this fire. It's uh, speculation. And the first kill, when he kills the cook from the POV shot, the, 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 the killer does eye the knife on the table first. 
and then he puts him in the pot. And then Mozart, like, you know, kind of uh Oh right. He's Ricky he's with got, a knife. He's got the, the scene with the knife where he's running around with the knife and they're like, Oh, he's just kidding, like and then the it gets confiscated, right? Like, you're not gonna see this knife till the end of the year or what, what <laughs> I forget what they said, but you know, like some something yeah. along those lines. And then Meg is stabbed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I it's funny, like I like I said, I'm I mean I'm I you know, despite this being a podcast and we're supposed to hyperanalyze like every little detail of a movie, like I, I did not hyperanalyze every little detail of this movie. I just kind of took it at face value and and was entertained by it. The, the, the one thing that I did kind of want to broach with you guys, because I have zero experience with this, so I I can't share anything. I don't all all I know about this is through films, whether it's comedy films, whether it's horror films. And what I'm getting at is I've never gone to quote unquote summer camp. Like my parents did not just, you know, toss me out to the wolves and was like, you're going to summer camp. Fuck you. Or what? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I have an opinion about it because of that, but, but I, I was never sent away to summer camp. Like I never went to summer camp. I don't know what that's like. I mean, the, the closest thing I can think of is, you know, going on like high school trips with friends where it was like, you know, maybe somebody's house and we went to a lake or, you know, somewhere remote where it was it was kind of like unsupervised in a way. You know what I mean? Like where it was just like a bunch of high school kids being stupid, you know, and like but outside of that, like I, I have no real concept of it other than you know to me i think of shit like wet hot american summer or like the the joke stuff on the state or meatballs or or this movie or you know friday the 13th or whatever like that that's all i know about camp so <laughs> so i guess <laughs> yeah so so i and i'm just curious I, I i don't even know what the answer is for you guys like are you are we simpatico? Is that the, true of you guys as well? Do you have any camp experiences? Because from what I can tell, whether it's a comedy or a horror, it seems like going to summer camp is the most horrible shit ever. Because either you get pranked and you feel like an asshole or you get fucking murdered by people. You know what I mean? So it's like it doesn't it doesn't seem like it works out. But I, I imagine there's other people that have genuinely maybe maybe they have genuinely fond experiences of of summer camp so who knows but i i was just curious about you guys i've been to a camp but it wasn't summer it was like early spring or something and it was okay. like some kind okay. of it was like a school related thing it was like um a week-long stay i forget the name of the camp but it was in the great smoky mountains and I'm trying to think. What did we do? Mostly it was like hiking through the mountains. Uh, lots of like lame, you know, group activities that's supposed to like, you know, like what's the, what's the term they use? Like foster team building or something. It's like they take you and they put you with like, it's like it'll be, it will be like me and Tony and two guys that me and Tony don't like at all. It's like we may not like them or know them or something like that. It's like, well, we know these guys don't get along. We're going to make them do some group activity together. I remember the girls' side of the dorm, we did try to sneak over there and, like, you know, sneak peeks and stuff. So, like, that kind of thing does happen. I got into a fight with this other guy 
and everyone was like, ooh, like all like that's all everyone talked about for like the rest of the week. It was like, oh man, you kicked that guy's ass. And I was like, yeah, I did. Did did the old camp man come after you and go, I know it was you. You said you'd fucking kill him. No. <laughs> strangle you. No, I, I didn't even get in any trouble at all. Um, and then yeah. they like, I remember the um, some of the counselors. They were like, "We're watching everything you do. Like, if you don't have your um, your uh, bed and your uh, dorm cleaned up, like, well, no, because there's like they call it the Phantom or something. It's like the Phantom knows." And I'm like, I'm thinking of like the Phantom, like the comic strip character. And they're they were like, "We've got cameras in your room." And I like, I was like, "Well, that's bullshit. We're all under the age. That's illegal." And ever all the other kids were like. Yeah, that's right. So we didn't clean shit up or do anything. <laughs> Once I I'm, pointed I'm like, that out, I'm like the shadow knows, not the, the phantom. Like you got you're mixing your fucking metaphors or whatever. Um, but, yeah. but it it was fine. Like I got out of school for a week because mm, I don't I don't know yeah. how they arranged this because it was through school. Like I said, it's it wasn't it was spring, but it wasn't spring break, and we got to miss a whole week of school. And it it wasn't miserable. It was just like. Parts of it were fun, but it was a, a lot of like awkward stuff and a lot of like you know lame, lame activities designed to like make you do something or learn something that we all like saw through. Like I think, I think I was in sixth grade, so we were all kind of like, you know, smart asses and thought we were smarter than we were. But you know, we had those moments where we were like, "Come on, this is just some lame activity to." make us do something or you know when i pointed out like the cameras i was like that's illegal they can't do that everyone was like impressed they're like oh yeah that's right like we can do shit (laughs) i was gonna say i did notice like right off the fucking like cuff that this movie like you know when everybody started talking i was like in my head i was like hey yo come on to camp arawak uh it's over there about 20 minutes from brooklyn you know (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't think this is like kind of like the Friday the Thirteenth thing. I don't think this is too far away from Jersey, basically. So I I think that was part of the the tone, right? Like that uh, that these guys yeah. were not necessarily on the up and up, but they were all just doing it for for the summer or something like that. Hey, that camp was getting closed down, even if they didn't get killed. I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, even if there were no murders, eventually there's going to be somebody that's like, you you raped my little girl or you fucking, you know, <laughs> dropped a vat of fucking boiling corn on some kid's toe or some, sh- you know, something was going to get. F- I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I'm like, I'm like, those guys were good cooks. It looks like they had the seven diseases on their fucking cooking aprons or whatever like it didn't it didn't didn't look like they were well kept right like so so i i assume i'm the only one here that actually went to a camp like you didn't you never did one tony i mean i did i was in this thing called cap which is civil air patrol in my late teens and we had stuff called encampment and we did like bivouac and encampment we we basically go to a military facility and we sleep in the bunks and stuff like that so it's mm-hmm. not really camping right but i do yeah, so I do sleep in a uh, a like a, a a dorm with like three other dudes, but I mean, not really the same as summer camp. And then the bivouac was like usually just overnight. And for anybody who doesn't know what bivouacking means or a bivouac, it basically means to go out into the wilderness and set up some kind of shelter that's like not really like prefab. You don't have like a tent with you. You kind of make a tent out of whatever you have or you know, you 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 rough it basically. But yeah, I, I I never had a crush that I kissed on the dock. 
I didn't pant somebody on the, the baseball field. I don't have any clever camp uh, uh, sing-along songs. No, I didn't ever experience any of that. I've never my, my best girl didn't get murdered by a guy in a hockey mask. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you know what I just remembered about that because I was think I hadn't thought about this camping thing in a long time. The dude that I got to fight with, like on the way home, we stopped at like some I don't know. It was like some rinky-dink gas station, and they had like a spinner rack, and like I, I'm trying to think. I think I went to the bathroom or something. So I didn't even know they had a spinner rack. So when I got on the bus, like some of my friends had comics. I'm just like, what the hell? Like I, there were comics and pulled out. And then the dude that I got into the fight with, like he had like the latest issue of Green Lantern. And this was like, you know, five or six issues until like, you know, Kyle Rayner's run as Green Lantern. Mm. So like I was keeping up with it. And I was like, oh man, I was like, I was like, oh dude, like you, like you read Green Lantern, and he's like, yeah. So like, like I said, even though we just got to this fight like five or six days ago, like we kind of bonded af- uh, over the latest issue of Green Lantern, and after that, like we were fine. Like we never had another blow up or anything. Like he ended up like, like in my twenties, like he ended up like staying with me and my other roommates for like a month or something because he he was kind of like having some hard times. So like that one blow up was it, and then later it's like bonding over Green Lantern. It's like that's how you did it back in the day. It's funny you talking about comics. I mean, that was that was something that I I, I couldn't see everything oh, yeah. in that stack. But but yeah. the one dude right before he gets the beehive in the in the uh, shitter or whatever, the the death by <laughs> fifty billion fucking like how many fucking bees were in that fucking hive? And the, they're like, eating him shit. Yeah, it's like his whole face was getting uh, bloodied up by them, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like that's um, you know, so, some of it is 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 some of the deaths are potentially comical. I mean, I'm not trying to, uh, uh, you know, you can die of, of, of multiple bee stings, but I don't think you, you know, it, 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 I don't know. He looked like fucking the blob ate him or some shit, you know, like it, it did look kind of crazy. Uh, that was really like, like complex too. It was like slide the broom handle between the door now I'm going to cut the screen and you think, okay, they're going to jump in like the stall and, you know, murder him. Like, no, get the beehive and put it. Well, well, you know, you know what it is, is like, is like, you know, that, that kind of lends credence to like when, when you find out it's quote unquote Angela, you're like, oh, well, I, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Meg manhandled her and threw her into the lake. Like, I mean, you'd think like, most yeah. people, if you saw her, you could just swat her away like like she was nothing. So so there's that aspect where you're almost kind of shocked, like how 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 you know she she's not super powered like Jason, right? Like like so so some right. of it would have to be clever, like tipping the guy off the chair or you know I mean but but some of them like like you know you're kind of like what she became an expert archer and nailed the the owner in the throat, you know, it's like that comes out of fucking nowhere, you know, like, like Paul, and, Paul was like a head taller than her. And he, she took him out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, OK, like that's um, I mean, and, and, and the body strength it took to decapitate Paul. I mean, where did that come from? Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess, <laughs> you know, whatever. Right. Sorry. Well, I mean, she, was a, she, she was a strong boy. So, you know. 
Right, right. I guess so, man. But uh, <laughs> but but uh, so so back to the beehive guy. He he's going through a stack of comics, and the one he takes with him into the shitter is uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual 16, which is the first appearance of Monica Rambo. So that I thought was funny, you know, like like spotting some some comics and films there. I I have to be honest. I I really did try to see if I could see any of the other ones and i couldn't really figure them out but i did spy that one the one he actually you know pulls out and brings with him because that was the most you know the, the most clear image of the comic of the stack that he had so i thought that was kind of fun and and it totally lines up right because that that issue came out i think in 1982 this film came out in 1983 but clearly they were filming it in 1982 right. right like so that that all kind of makes sense right they just they had a current stack of comics that were out at the time and and, and that kind of makes sense uh, unlike I unlike think, people who yell and scream about like you know period pieces that take place in the 50s where they've got you know avengers comics from the 60s and you're like what the fuck are you doing but whatever i, I think my favorite thing that i saw as far as like 80s to a to a t was of course you know the 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 fashion all around is pretty horrible, but I remember the one. There's that one part in the baseball scene where they're kind of panning like different, you know, spots in the uh, the the field, and uh, one of the kids, no lines, I don't think, you know, one of the extra schlubs, like he has on a shirt that says just jogging shirt, and I don't know why, but I was just like, oh, he's got his jogging shirt how nice for him and i don't know it just blew my mind how like (laughs) didn't didn't mozart have a video game when he was like being a catcher in the outfield or something it was like a little like like you know it was it was kind of like one of those yeah yeah lcd screens or something yeah 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 so yeah yeah, there's definitely a lot of 80s 80s stuff in here I was going to say there was there was one thing I did really notice about this movie, like as far as the budget goes, man, they didn't bother with fucking ADR, really, because mm. you heard just people just say shit all the time in the background. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm I'm still tempted. I, I meant to talk about this and I haven't I haven't touched it yet. But since we've, we've talked about the decapitation and I was trying to get to it, but I, I guess I never got to my point. Paul. Paul, to me, was a pretty nice guy. Like, yes, he fucked up. Yes, he he made out with um, Judy, Judy, right? And 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 he fucked up there, right? Okay, fine. But like, after that, like multiple times, he's like, "Look, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Can you forgive me? Can you forgive me?" And then eventually, she's like, "Go meet me out by the lake, and 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 we're gonna go skinny dip or whatever." And he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Fuck yeah. Like, let's do it, right?" And then the next time, you know, you see him, it's the twist ending and he's been decapitated. And in addition to the imagery that's burned into my mind, like, you know, the the whole nine yards that you you can't forget once you've seen it. Like, for some reason, Paul is burned into my mind. Like, what the fuck did Paul do to it? Like, I'm like, I get it. Like. He made out with the other girl and 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 said that uh, Angela was approved in private or some shit. And who knows if that's even true, because, you know, Judy's probably full of shit and just made that up. Right. But because she's a fucking bitch. But. 
I don't know. Like for some reason that sticks with me too, where I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck did poor Paul do to deserve getting beheaded? You know, like, and I guess it's to add to the, the shock value of the ending, you know, that it's, it's so outrageous or whatever, but I was just kind of like, Oh, it's, you know, I don't know. Some of the other people like, like had the cook been beheaded, you know, you've been like, well, the fucker deserved it. You know, like, of course right. the fucker deserves it, right? But but Paul, you're kind of like sitting there going, going, well, Jesus Christ, like the, the, the crime doesn't, the punishment doesn't fit the fucking crime, right? Like, it's a little extreme, right? So, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, or those, or those three campers who are, like, just sleeping, like, you know, when the, the guy comes up and, and blows chunks, he's like, you know, you remember, you know that scene, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what did they do? Like, I, I assumed yeah. those campers who were murdered, and I'd forgot about that scene. I was like, holy shit! Like, I forgot those kids got killed. I assumed like those were the kids who were throwing sand on her after she got thrown into the lake. Oh, okay, oh. okay. Um, okay, good call. Like, once she got dumped in the lake, they they were the ones, and he's like, it, it, what's his face? Stop that, hey. you hooligans! Yeah, you know, like, like dude, my favorite actor, right? What's the matter with you guys? As for Paul, like I, okay, I I see Paul as just like a typical teenager. Like he he seems like a nice kid and everything, but he's still a horny teenager. He still mm-hmm. wants to get some mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. So I I I can't fault him for that. Yeah, and that's we've that, all been there. But that's what that's what that's why I, I I maybe maybe that's my problem is like like of of everyone in that film I'm like I feel like for me Paul is the most relatable and then you're like oh shit he got beheaded that sucks you know? <laughs> so I, I think I think the reason like okay I I think the reason he got it so bad is I one it's the betrayal of course but I also think it's the fact that he got a little handsy like pretty quick with her oh, i think okay. that was just a okay. huge if okay. like if like you can see at one moment like she's i mean even when he kisses her she's like taken aback and she starts to do like the thousand yard stare and i'm just like oh shit he's like fucked up but then it's like he starts to get a little handsy and he's like oh come on and you know i'm not i'm not doing nothing and she starts kind of like looking away slowly and staring off like she's not into it mm. for obvious reasons i think I think if he had like you know went slower, like he probably would have lived. But I I don't know. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like even even with the Judy thing, he like he seemed like genuinely remorseful. Like that's the thing that like is so sad because like all the other people who picked on her were they were never like you know like oh sorry you know Angela you know we were being assholes you know sorry about that. Like they like he was like you know like. I'm a jerk. I'm sorry. I fucked up, you know, like, but yeah, maybe, maybe it was, maybe he was, yeah. Or you, you know what it might've been it, to go even deeper. Like, even though she orchestrated it, cause she said, take off your clothes. Like maybe he freaked out when he saw her Willie and he was, you know, had to well, die. That's kind of I mean, what I imagined too. Yeah, like, yeah. Once, once she turned around and was fully exposed to him, he probably like lost his shit. And then that's, that's mm-hmm. probably like what drove her over the edge and, that's probably what made his kill like the most gruesome. The most gruesome. Okay. Cause, cause he, then, then he could never, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, no I, I get for him. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess that makes sense. 
I, I guess I'm still, you know, in shock, right? Like after all these years, just kind of being like, oh, poor, poor Paul. <laughs> like that's, and, and of course, I'm probably not supposed to feel sorry for Paul, but whatever. Um, you know, whatever. I mean, he was a bad guy. I mean, he wasn't like some monster or some shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I mean, honestly, Ricky and Paul were the guys I was like, oh man, like that, that sucks. So, you know, like that's that. that I, I felt bad for, I felt bad for Ricky because like, yeah, like yeah. you said, he was sticking up for Angela. And yeah. then some like fucking old mobster just beats the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, beats the crap out of him. I'm like, you was gonna go get you were gonna try to hook up with the 17 year old, and you're you're judging uh, somebody you have no idea that they actually did anyway. Here, here's my question for you guys. So Angela and Ricky, they're cousins, and they grew up together, right? Ricky is super protective of her. Like, does he know that Angela is not a girl, or is he like because? You think if he was, you think if he was like completely fully aware of it, he would, he wouldn't want her to go to some camp like this where she could be yeah. tormented or or exposed and further mentally damaged. I, I kind of wondered about the, that. The, the the weird thing is, and and yeah, again, I don't think you're supposed to think about this so much, right? But right. but but the, the the I think the key moment is. He comes over, and it's it, that opening scene is slightly confusing because you've been shown the flashback with a brother and sister, and now you're seeing Ricky and and Angela, and you think, is this the brother and sister? Because it looked like at least one of those kids died, right? And you're not really sure what the whole deal is. And then if you pay attention to it, it's like, oh, this is her cousin. Uh, having had cousins and living far away from the cousins, you know, it's it's not the same thing as a brother and sister relationship. You don't know all the intricate details of the day to day life. So I don't think yeah. it's I don't think it's unbelievable that he would have had no idea. Like if <clears throat> if he was told this was Angela, and 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 the only person who knew was the wacky doodle mother, you know, or aunt or whatever it was, right? Like that that's that that's all he would know for his whole life um the the thing is if they live together then then the, the, you know if you start thinking about it too much you'd have to be like well that seems unlikely that he wouldn't stumble into it or whatever and then the other thing that might point to what you're talking about which again seems odd is the wacky doodle aunt hands him the um, papers and oh, the, the papers, medical evaluation or the, whatever. The, the, and, and what that to me meant was this, that proves that she's a girl, right? Like that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that it, it, it's, it's, it's some kind of, you know, stamp of approval or whatever. That's like, she's got no, uh, you know, she, she got all her shots and she is, you know, you know, legally, you know, a girl or what, you know, whatever the deal is, right? Like that, that's her, those are her papers. Now, whether Ricky knows all that or understands all that, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's believable if they don't live in the same house and they're just cousins and that, you know, he's a cousin that is coming over to pick her up and they're both going to camp together and he's only hung out with her on certain you know, group family occasions, like, then, yes, I can buy that. And he's just, here, Ricky, give them the papers, right? But if it's, Ricky, wink, wink, give them the papers, you've lived with us, you know what's going on, then that's a little different. And, you know, 
the lady playing what's her face is so over the top. Who the fuck knows? Like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know what? 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 Could I, it I mean, be? I, I think I, I think I'd go along with you where you're like it's just Angela doing the murders and Ricky doesn't really have any idea of the twist. He doesn't have any idea about the murders. He's just, you know, the good cousin who's sticking up for his 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 blood and and is, uh, you know. Uh, you know, like when when the guy starts, um, you know, the 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 guy starts. Uh, uh, why can't I think of the word? He starts um, shaking Ricky. He's like, I know it was you, you little shit. I heard you say you'd kill them all. I know it was you. And he's just kind of like, what are you what are you talking about? I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. Like you'd think if he knew something, he might have broke under that. Um, Mm, yeah under that stress under that um under that attack like he, he might have given up at least something to get the guy to get the fuck Co- off of him for like seconds and stop strangling him he might have been like well i, I kind of know something but it wasn't me or whatever you know what i mean like 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 something like that would have happened and i i i never you, you never get that idea he's just kind of like why are you doing this to me like what what the fuck you know i'm just eating my fucking candy bar in the middle of the night or whatever the fuck he got from the commissary you know so the canteen it's 1983 so he's a kid i mean they're they're still kids they're they're like you know 14 15 16 at the oldest if he knew that she had boy parts in 1983 uh a kid would like be like, you know, like, oh, don't mess with her. She's a freak. Or since she, you know, was technically a boy, he would have probably had more of a like a vindictive streak of like, it's your fault I get picked on. It's your fault you get picked on. Like, I think they would have shown that more, but he treats her like a traumatized girl. You know, because... Yeah, I, 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 I don't... I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would go, you know, what is it they say that the, the the easiest path is to a straight line or, you know, whatever the phrase yeah, yeah. is like, do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I don't think there's supposed to be, you know, some kind of in-depth wacky maze that you get to find. Yeah. You know, to me, I, I think most of the stuff in this, except for the twist ending is, is supposed to be accepted at face value. You know, that the yeah, candy that, bar that, they're eating is a fucking his, candy yeah. bar. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no hidden secrets in the candy wrapper or whatever. It's just, the fucking candy wrapper that that's his fucked up cousin who was in a boating accident and he's taking care of her that's it yeah i mean she she's she's shy and weird because the 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 her brother and her father died and she doesn't say much the end yeah like that's that's all he knows and that's all he's always known do you know what i mean like that's it yeah yeah i, I was uh one thing i was uh going to uh wanted to try to talk about was it, it 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 was very interesting you were talking about the bad news bears and the cussing and stuff like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like like this isn't like the power rangers or even even friday the 13th like all these are child actors like they even the oh, older oh i see act- what you're, yeah. you they're not they're not they're not um they're not adults playing teens like most of these are yeah, most yeah. of them. I, I wouldn't say all of them, but most of them are teens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, most of the leads are like 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 you said, uh the big ragu, the guy who reminds me of uh Carmine from Laverne and Shirley, 
he he's probably like in his twenties. Maybe Meg. She it's possible. She looks young though. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 counselor who does the bitch slap to Judy and then holds her pose for like twenty minutes. Right. You know. Right. She, right. Yeah. She's probably in her twenties, but like all these kids look like kids. You know, they they are kids. You know, and, and like that. I think also kind of lends to the the twist ending because you know it's like it is a young kid killing these people and also like you know you can understand why the kid would be fucked up because you know i mean and, and this is something that we can address in 2023 there is this thing where you know people want to transgender and they want to become another gender and you know what that's fine whatever i don't care i'm not even going to talk about that but this little boy was forced possibly against his will to be a girl and that might have been more traumatic than the boating accident you know and like you know that like because he doesn't want to be undressed because he knows he's a boy and like he'll be outed and but he's been told he's a good girl you know he's been fucked with psychologically so like you know for that to happen that is kind of a twist i can see that being the bigger oh shit moment it's not that it's a boy, a girl who who is actually a boy. It's like it's like a fourteen year old, you know, boy who's been like brainwashed into being a girl, you know, and then that yeah. breaks because yeah, you know, he he gets felt up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I feel like that's all a a sticky wicket. I don't know how much of that is uh, is worth talking about, but um... yeah, but I mean, like, but but that is that is the scary. That's like a that's like what I was mainly getting point is like. It's still like the fact that it's a, a young person doing all these burgers. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's like the freak, freaky, like you know, like ah, yeah. This is like a weird, loaded question because I, I had this weird thought because Tony reminded me of the, the, the camp counselor that eventually what slaps Judy or whatever or whoever it was, right? Like, and yeah. and like she's. Like along with the hey, Angela, like 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 her and and that guy seem pretty nice. Like you notice they don't get killed because they were always like, hey Angela, you okay? You want a sandwich? Like let's let's help <laughs> you out, Angela. Like that guy never gets killed because he's always nice to her. And the same thing with the 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 girl who slapped Meg because she she was always like, hey, give her a break. Like if she just wants to sit off and not play volleyball, like leave her the fuck alone. Like who fucking cares, right? And <laughs> right. And, and 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 so like that girl was always viewed like favorably. But there was, uh, for some reason, there was something about that girl that reminded me of the dumb fucks in the beginning who had the boating accident, I guess. Like, like, right. Yeah. Like, what if, what if she was the girl jet skiing or water skiing, like wasn't responsible for the accident, but was the, the skier in the back that's like, oh my God. Fucking idiots do! Oh my god! Like, and speaking of bad acting, bad Whoa. acting one on one right Whoa. there. Um, but yeah, somebody call someone. They need help. And then they keep going to her too. They keep putting the camera well, on. You, her. you know, you know why they keep going to her? Like that's that's that Planet of the Apes. Um, um, what do you call it? That's that um um uh uh, uh conquest of the Planet of the Apes shit where they don't have the fucking budget to show the boating accident. So it's like they show the boating <laughs> going and then they cut to like the fucking 
um, little life preserver with some fake fucking blood. And then they cut the like somebody's shocked face going, oh, my God. And it's like that. But they can't they, they, they have the money to rent the boat. They don't have the money to crash the boat. You know what I mean? Like, right. so, so it's like that. That's why they have to cut back to all those faces and the the, the fucking terrible like acting of, you know, well, every, no. well, every single kill in this movie was off screen except for the arrow to the throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like you you heard screaming and then and, and I'll give credit where credit is due. Like the after effect, like uh, uh, gore effect. Yeah, they were good. They yeah, were good. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you never saw like you know it wasn't like you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you saw like viscera and like you know intestines flying everywhere and shit. You know. I mean, even in that movie, I think that there's a lot more left to the imagination than you honestly realize. So I, I, I think that's true of a lot of movies. I think well, a lot of people put more to it than is actually yeah, there. The original, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the remakes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, the original. Yeah, the original is more. Yeah, yeah. Fuck with you mentally, kind of stuff. Yeah. It it has that whole like psycho thing where you're like, oh man, that was so like horrific, and it's like, well, there's like one scene, and then everything else is like, you your mind filled in the gaps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and as as well, since Derek has brought it up a couple of times, that the acting is like. They are child actors. I understand that, uh, but some of these people are adults, and like the the old guy, he he's got a few dodgy moments of acting. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the, the know, guy who plays the yeah. guy who plays the cop with the fake mustache, he's fucking terrible. Yeah, like yeah, he's, he's like I got a flashlight. Absolutely I'm a fucking cop. terrible. Like, yeah. And yeah, the fake mustache is great too because like one scene where they close up on him, it's like. Very obvious is not his hair color. <laughs> it's like I got a black mustache and I'm like a Jinjo over here. <laughs> hey Angela, you see that fucking fake mustache? Can we make you a fucking sandwich? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, it's like I know it's like there was just some bad acting in this. It's like anybody who's not a main character, just that they, I almost want to say it was ad lib. They were just like, Hey, you kids, here's, here's the deal. Like if you don't have any lines, say fuck and prick and whatever. And, and you could do the up yours motion as much as you want. (laughs) I, uh... I almost think that's you know what it reminds me of because having been on a a camp massacre set like you know so, sometimes it's just a simple fact of you know you might not the lines aren't super important and and you might not have them all memorized and then that turns into clunky acting too because maybe maybe some of those guys were like. You know, they, they they maybe they had to memorize you know lines for the same scenes in the same day or you know whatever the hardship was, right? And then they're they're searching for words and 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 trying to replicate the author's intent, but also like you said, there's there's a bit of you know improv or at at bare minimum they're just trying to get through the scene and not waste film, right? And 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 pull it off. And I bet you a lot of times they're just like ah, it's good enough, like you know. 
you know, that's let's call it a wrap you know like like that that's good you know what you guys think about two scenes that kind of stuck in my head one is bad writing and one is just like budget is like when meg's taking a shower and i don't know why it just really stuck out to me i guess because they couldn't afford any copyrighted songs she's just like I was like, yeah, yeah, all teenagers' favorite song, humming and and blow chord. Uh, and then uh, I forgot the the camp the the, ca- the camper's name, but one of the campers takes a girl out on the boat, and he oh, he had right. yeah he had been a dick earlier, and he's being a dick to this girl now, even though he supposedly wants to score, but whatever. But he's fucking with this girl, and he he tips the boat over, and they're both in the water. And then she noticeably swims away, and then he gets under the boat because there's like a little air pocket, and he's like, "Hey, Jessica, where you at? You know, like, like, are you down there?" And like, I'm like, are are you just fucking stupid? Did you not see her swim clearly away from you? <laughs> uh, see that? I wonder if that's a problem with direction and/or editing, because what was. What, uh, yeah, I I don't know that I I don't have any no prize for you. I I I agree exactly with what you're saying. The sequence of those <laughs> is all out of whack. Like that it, it sh- that should have been done. You know, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like 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 yeah. either he either he should have been under the air pocket and couldn't have seen her swimming away, and then he should come out of the air pocket and be like, hey, where'd you go? And then right. get drowned or something, but yeah, I don't know, you know, whatever. I mean, at this point, you know, you're just like, all right, you know, they they were probably like, oh, we shot what we shot, you know, like that's all <laughs> we have. We can't edit around this shit. Like it's just that that's what we got, right? And I know it seems like a taking the piss out of movie, but I mean, like for for like what it was for low budget, like scare, you know, slasher. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong, it, yeah. it's it's. It's got its own certain charm. It really oh, yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like you said, you like you like Ricky. Ricky's a good guy. You know, like you you do want to know what the mystery is with Angela. You know, mm-hmm. like you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, what's what's the fuck's going on? So if it was a total like garbage fest, you wouldn't care about that shit. So there yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, this is you know, despite it being a, a low budget film, despite maybe certain. Uh, actors having challenges with the the, the <laughs> material right i and i like i said it's not all across the board i think it's just with like you said a lot of the background people you know especially the adults D- despite all that you you are engaged you are it's compelling you know you 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 stick through it you know and and uh obviously you know th- th- this has that uh you know what sound by you know it's like one of the most shocking endings ever you know and it's like that sounds silly or sounds hyperbolic hyperbolic yeah. but i i think there's a truth to it with this film right because i i you know i i just think it is it, it's more fact than than hyperbole you know so i mean you know i'm i'm not i'm not upset we we revisited this like i i, I you know i had a good time you know shooting the shit with you guys about this and everything i i think it's funny that tony got to watch this for the first time i'm 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 glad Justin suggested it, you know, so I, you know, 
All right. Uh, so that'll do it for this Fanholes proper episode. If you enjoyed listening to Fanholes podcast, you can check out the backlog of our episodes over on the blog spot. It's over on fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. And you can direct download all the proper episodes there, along with all of our spinoff shows. We can be streamed. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Uh, you can uh, reach us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com if you want to leave us feedback. And we are on all kinds of social media. We're on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and we appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. So until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC, signing off. This is Justin, signing off. This is Tony, and hey, Derek, can I get you a sandwich? I would love a sandwich.
Uh, <laughs> do you guys mind? I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick, and I'll be right back. Okay. 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 Thanks. Derek's like, oh shit, the Phantom, I gotta clean my room. <laughs>